Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to my podcast, But First Pivot. I'm Danny, registered dietitian, certified sports dietitian, and CEO of Pivot Nutrition Coaching. I'm here to share my all foods fit approach and real life client success stories to inspire you to pivot away from all the fad diet nonsense and confusion. My goal is to simplify nutrition so you can enjoy foods you love like donuts and pizza and still achieve your health, performance, and body composition goals. Hey, hey, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. Today, I have not one, but two guests with me, Paige and Tyler Kropensky. Did I say that right, friends? Yes. Love it. (laughs) Awesome. Now, this is going to be a super fun episode because Paige and Tyler are a married couple who both graduated from our one-on-one coaching program and have some awesome success stories to share. They were also both college athletes. So... Married young couple, former college athletes. Let's go. I'm fired up. Who's excited to share their story? (laughs) Me. (laughs) So enthusiastic. Um, Now, Paige, since you pivoted first, let's start with you. Tyler, feel free to chime in and just throw in your two cents every now and again. I can do that. So, Paige, you're one of the OG pivoters. One of the very first five people, maybe even the first three. To join the program two years ago when I first launched Pivot, and it wasn't even called Pivot. It did not have a name. Nope. You just DM me on Instagram. You're like, hey. And I was like, hey, I'm about to launch a business. It doesn't have a name yet, but it's fine. (laughs) It's fine. But that's actually not where our story begins. Paige and I were actually working together, not like co-workers. I was a sports dietitian. She was a college athlete at U of M. Crookston. Yes. Yep. yep. U of M Crookston specifically, <laughs> basketball player. And that was back in 2018. But we before we go back in time to 2018, we're going to go to 2021 and then we're going to go back in time. So it's June 2021, early June. And you reach out to me on Instagram and you're like, hey, I need help. Mm-hmm. Can you share what was going on in your life? What motivated you to reach out? Because you were in grad school. Mm-hmm. So being in grad school and reaching out for help, that there's a lot going on already. Yeah. Well, I was getting married in six months. Um, so that was obviously a motivator to start. Wanted to look good and feel good in my wedding dress. Um, I had already picked it out and I... I obviously loved the dress, but I didn't like how my body looked, and I just wanted to like feel good on wedding day, basically. That was the biggest motivator, but also just for years and years and years, I had tried everything under the sun, diet-wise, to lose weight and feel good, and I just was yo-yoing. Like I would lose the weight and then gain it and lose it and gain it, and it was just this constant cycle, and I had followed you since 2018 on Instagram, and I just watched one of your videos, and you were like just reach out, just do it, like invest in yourself. And it, I just did. I texted you or I DM'd you and I was like, just wanted all the information. And then we went from there. Yeah. And wedding was six months away. Mm -hmm. So we had some work to do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We had some work to do. And you mentioned that you, you tried everything under the sun and you were only what, like 22 years old in 2021? Yeah, I think the first time I ever started like a diet was when I was 15. I had just torn my ACL playing basketball and I was just so afraid of like, you know, gaining a lot of weight while I was limited in what I could do activity wise. I was just so used to working out like all the time. I was a young athlete at the time, obviously. And so 
I ate a lot and I just knew that that wasn't going to change just because I wasn't working out. And so I just immediately, I think I started Weight Watchers at 15. Like I was counting the points and doing all that kind of stuff. And then I tried the shakes and I tried just the, I tried calorie counting on my own, but I didn't really know like where to start or like all I cared about was the calorie number. I didn't care about the macros. I didn't really even know what that meant because I was just so young. But um, yeah, that's kind of so if, as a 15 year old and I was 24 and I got married. So about 10 years of going back and forth. Yeah. Like that. And now looking back at this, you saying this out loud. Yeah, I was 15 when I started dieting. How does that make you feel thinking of young girls now are 15, 16? They're dieting like, do you feel like oh, I need to like help these people or like it doesn't have to be this way yeah I for sure and like anytime I've ever come in contact with um, whether it be like through clinicals um, because I'm a physical therapy student or just through girls reaching out about basketball or just girls that I know from back home or whatever like I've always talked about my experience with you and recommended you to anyone and um, some people have followed through but there was no other way out for me and I didn't know that until I went through it. So, Yeah, and the ultimate goal is sustainability, which we'll talk about. Let's come back to your college basketball days because I feel like even though that's a huge accomplishment, it didn't make things easier for you in terms of your mindset and your relationship with food. Because when we worked together in 2018, your mindset was not in a good place. Can you share kind of what was going on in your, your college days that negatively impacted your mindset about the scale, weight loss, things like that. Yeah, so, I mean, being an athlete, you always want to, like, look your best and feel your best to perform well. Um, and sometimes I think that's, people think that that's just being, like, the skinniest that you can be. I think that's a misconception, especially for female athletes, is that skinny equals better athlete, and that's just not true. That's hard to tell a 15-year-old girl, though, and convince her that that's, that that's true. But obviously, I learned that as I got into college where weights was, you know, more focused, more focused on than just sprints and all that kind of stuff. You know, in college, you do it all. So um, that was less in college. But again, just like I just had some coaches that just kept talking to me about my weight. And it just seemed like that was either going to get me on the floor or take me off the floor. It just seemed like it didn't really matter, you know how good of a basketball player I was, I wasn't going to be on the floor unless I was thin. And I think that part of it was I just convinced myself that that was the truth. But that was also being said to me, so there was definitely some truth to that. Um, and so I just went through, like, a roller coaster throughout my college years. Like, I remember my college coach came to uh, one of my senior high school games and just told me that I needed to be in optimum playing shape and that basically I wasn't at the time. So... I remember the summer before my freshman year of college, I lost 30 pounds in like three or four weeks. And then I was eating like less than 1,200 calories a day or like right at that. Um, and I was the thinnest I had been probably since I was in like the fifth grade. Like I was tiny. And then I got to campus and he just praised me for how I looked. And so that was just something that I tried to attain that. And I just couldn't. I mean, I couldn't eat 1200 calories a day and be a college athlete that just doesn't right. <laughs> doesn't work so then my sophomore year I gained 40 pounds so I was bigger even than I was my senior year in high school and I didn't play very much and after that kind of had the same talk with me like basically you're not on the floor because you're too big 
And so then kind of did the exact same thing going into my junior year, lost a lot of weight again, was really thin. For some reason, I was able to keep it off probably because I was playing all the time. But uh, and then my senior year, I ended up getting hurt. So that's a whole nother story. But um, yeah, it was just like one year I was way too thin. And then the next year I was way too big. And then I was it was just a yo-yo. And it just like my mindset was it couldn't have been worse. I just remember like even on like road trips looking up the calories of, like, the meal that we were getting after and, like, making all these substitutions to, like, eat as few as calories as I could. And then I'd switch it based on, like, how much I played in the game or, you know, I just, it was, like, it took up so much space in my head was all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, I remember you telling me this when we first chatted in June 2021, and it's, it's heartbreaking to think that that was, that was your college experience that you dreamed of your entire life. And it revolved around your weight and the scale and, oh, too skinny, too big. That's not the dream. You know, mm-hmm. when you grow up and you're a little girl or you're you're a young boy and you dream of being a college athlete, I'm like tearing up just <laughs> talking about it right now because we chased a similar dream. You know, mine was hockey and yours was basketball. And to think that that was your experience just breaks my heart that it was just mm-hmm. so scale focused and weight focused. And it wasn't about just you being an athlete. Mm-hmm. And playing the sport that you loved. So mm-hmm. I really hope that this resonates with some young athletes out there mm-hmm. and they know that it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. Well, and I remember when I met with you the first time, like one of the things I said, or especially even after the fact, like, why didn't I do this like so long ago? Because I was dealing with this even like probably six years before I reached out to you and or even longer. Like, why didn't I do that and I remember telling you like if you break your arm you go to like a bone doctor if you have problems with food you go to a dietitian like why didn't that ever click um I don't but I mean better late than never I guess better late than (laughs) never right you're still young and that's why you know we worked together when you were a grad student and we've had a lot of PT grad students (laughs) in our program and a lot of them have had dieting histories in their young 20s and the best part about working with younger individuals like you guys is that now you have a good mindset, you have a good relationship with food, you have a good foundation. Now you're set up for life in your early 20s. Even though it started younger, in your early 20s, you are set up for life. Most people have started dieting in high school, in college, and they only reach out for help when they're 40, 50, 60 Like we have 60 year olds in the program that have been dieting since the 70s, the 80s. So it's never too late to reach out. Yeah, I just really got to a point where I just felt like I said earlier, there was just no other way. I just had to do it. And I'm so glad I did. (laughs) Yeah, you were like enough is enough. And again, like you were in grad school and we were just laughing about how I mean, it's not funny because you're in grad school and you were so busy, but you got a part time bartending or serving job just so that you could pay for the program because you were a grad student. Yeah. Yeah. So Tyler and I got married like a year after I started grad school. Um, So we have been balling on one income for three years now. And I when I reached out to you and, you know, all that stuff, like the biggest barrier for me was the financial part. I was bought in completely other than that. And we kind of just talked and I'm like, I really need to do this. Like, I need to find a way you know, as an athlete, we know you just got to find a way. And um, so we both agreed that if I got a job that the money that I made would like go towards that and it wouldn't really like, 
you know, interfere. We already had our finances figured out at that point. And so as long as I was making something, then I could do it. And um, yeah, so I worked a part-time job while in physical therapy school and it was totally worth it. So that you could pivot, feel confident on your wedding day, fix your relationship with food. Mm -hmm. And then it turned out to be a success story. Now let's finish talking about the wedding. So we worked together for six months we achieved your weight loss goals, mm-hmm. but you did our program, which is focused on sustainability, right? We don't eliminate any foods. All foods fit. It's all about balance. But I remember you telling me, this is what my family's doing to get ready for my wedding. So do you want to share, share how different the approach was? You were doing pivot, yep. which is all about balance and sustainability. And what were your family members doing? So my family was doing the keto diet, (laughs) which I also had tried. I don't think I mentioned that. But yeah, they did that. uh, I guess I don't know exactly how long they were doing it, but up in, you know, several months before the wedding, um, everyone lost a lot of weight. But there was some some waves. I think some of them have gained it back or lost it again. I just remember like them asking me what I was doing. (laughs) And so I just kind of explained it and like they just couldn't believe that I was still able to eat donuts and pizza and beer and all those things and still like see the results that I was. And I've had several talks with all of my family members about what I'm doing and I'm like super close to convincing some of them to join (laughs) just because they've seen like they've seen it in me and now they've seen it in Tyler. And um, I mean, I've sustained my goal for almost two years now, so Mm It was obviously not just a quick fix and it was a lifestyle change. And I think a lot in a lot of ways, they've kind of caught on like uh, one of our new family things is we have like a four mile uh, trail back home. And uh, so we walk the trail almost every day when we're, when Tyler and I are home just to get our steps in. And that's something that they enjoy. And so hopefully there's some more uh, weekly pivoters. Yeah, there you go. Weekly's her maiden name. Yeah. <laughs> I know your dad was uh, extremely torn on the inside that he couldn't eat some of his favorite foods. Yeah. Yeah. When uh, my dad loves uh, chips. So who doesn't? Yeah. I mean, I love Doritos, all dress chips for the Canadians out there. Yeah. Uh, and you graduated from the program, I think like two weeks before your December wedding. Mm-hmm. Can you share your biggest wins and takeaways from the program. I know we kind of touched on them indirectly, but specifically, these are my biggest takeaways Mm -hmm. and this is what I accomplished. Yeah. Um, Well, obviously, my biggest takeaways are just knowing what I just feel like I know what to do. I know how to approach nutrition. Um, I know how to be consistent and have balance and not restrict and like all of those things that you, you know, you always talk about. Um, But then just personally, just looking back at like I took obviously I took pictures in my wedding dress when I got it and that was like at my heaviest and then obviously took pictures on my wedding day, lots of them. Um, And just looking at like the difference, I just couldn't believe it, Um, like just how different I looked. And like, I mean, when you're confident, you look happier. Um, I looked happier. I, I just like. I just felt so good in my dress and felt good in my skin. And um, I was just really proud of what I did and um, knew that it was going to last a lifetime. Um, Obviously, you know, things will change as I get older and whatever. But I just know I just feel like equipped, equipped to know what to do. Even on like vacation, like I remember when we went on a honeymoon to Mexico and those like all inclusive resorts are really easy to like overdo it. And I didn't really feel like I needed to. That was a big 
eye-opener for me too is just being in Mexico and like having all of this food and drinks at my disposal and just not feeling like I need to overdo it. So Mm -hmm. lots of wins. I could go on about the wins, but the best part was just feeling really good and like continuing to feel really good. I still feel really good. So Mm -hmm. yeah. And you lost how many pounds before your wedding in six months? Was it 30? I feel like it was 30 ish. Yep. 30. And then I lost once I started reversing, I lost five more and that's kind of where I'm still at. So yeah. So 30 pounds, five more when we started increasing your calories, which is always a bonus. And I'm sure people want to know like, How did you do it? So, yes, you had a better relationship with food, which is key to all of this. But just the basic things you did because people were like, "Okay, well, how'd she do it if she didn't do the keto diet with your her family? Yeah. Well, I I do remember like at the very beginning texting you a few times like in my in my panic mode. But I think a big one is just I one of your little sayings that I love is snack like a pro protein and produce like that one has really stuck with me. Um, so I feel like my snack, I have really good snacks. Um, and then Tyler and I meal prep. That's obviously really helpful. And then just like we make grocery lists and we go to the grocery store every week and we, you know, have like certain recipes that we want to try. And then getting in a lot of protein, I had no idea how much protein I needed and I wasn't even close to what I needed. And then uh, honestly, we've also just like tried a lot of new foods, which is kind of fun. Um, we both like to try new things. And so we've found new foods that we didn't know that we liked. So (laughs) yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And it sounds like the big theme is planning ahead. Mm -hmm. I preach this all the time. I probably say it on every episode where we have um, a guest is poor planning leads to poor choices. Mm -hmm. So yeah, plan ahead. We've also done like such a better job of just being super consistent with exercise. That was like a really hard thing for I think both of us just after college sports like you're just so used to like going to the gym and people telling you what to do and you just do it and it's just you just do it and when you don't have that it's you go to the gym and it's like okay what now I don't know what to do and um so that was a big thing was just getting back in the gym and like having a plan in the gym and then also like steps that was a huge one for both of us I remember that summer that I reached out to you the gym was two miles from my house and I would walk to the gym, work out and walk back just to get my steps in because I was studying all the time or in class or whatever. So that was like my time to. Yeah, if you drove there, do all the things that was it. You were yeah. just going to work out and sit back down. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the exercise piece, too, like that's kind of a non-negotiable in our life now. Like we get four workouts in a week at least. And then on the days that we don't work out, we go for a walk. And mm-hmm. that's. Um, really helped just our relationship like personally too, like just like setting aside that time to like go on those walks and just have time between the two of us. I mean, we don't keep, we don't have our phones out. There's no distractions. It's just a good time for us to talk. And so it's good for like our health, but also just like our relationship as a married couple too. Yeah. I love that. We have, I think you're one of six pivot couples and some of them pivot at the same time. You guys did it separately. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, Tyler, your your turn is coming <laughs> up. We're going to get the mic warmed up for you. But that's, that's one of the coolest wins is that your relationship improves um, when you're kind of like on the same page and you have similar values of exercise and nutrition. It's so much easier to do together. We have so many female clients where they want it so badly for themselves but their spouses are not supportive or their spouses are almost like sabotaging their results by like, you're no fun anymore. Just eat some Doritos. Like, let's have some beers. And it's just it just breaks my heart when there's not this support system. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, I'm so happy that you guys have that together. Now, before we move on to Tyler, Paige, you and I kind of stayed in touch. You know, you graduated December of 2021, right before your wedding. And it's been so fun to see the joy in your pictures from your wedding on. Like every time I saw a picture of you with your friends, I'm like, oh my gosh, she looks so confident. She looks so happy. You were an intern where I work out for the past few months. And I remember when I first saw you, I think in January when you started, you were like, I haven't been tracking. And I'm like, good. I'm like, you know, I hadn't seen you in person in like a year and a half. You're like, P.S. I haven't been tracking. I'm like, that's the point. Yeah. You know, that's the point. Tracking is temporary because Paige tracked her macros during her six month fat loss journey. But the goal is really to wean people off of those numbers because food is not numbers. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't need to weigh your food forever. You don't need to count calories forever. But the best part is, is when I saw you in January at the gym, you looked even better than when you graduated and just as happy. So mm-hmm. what is the key to sustainable results because the one thing I hate more than anything is temporary results. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's most people, most diets. It's temporary. It's quick. It's fast. But it's very hard to sustain. You're almost two years post-graduation. Sustain your results. What's the key? (laughs) Um, Well, I think when I was in the program, I was just trying to learn as much as I could from you. I just remember, like, would write down all the questions that ever came to my mind. And I know every time we talked, like, I had just had a lot of questions. I just really wanted to, like, learn from you. And um, I just tried to be, like, very intentional, I guess, when I was doing it. Like, I was... I was bought... I was totally bought in. Um, and I think, like, while I was tracking, it was, one, eye-opening um, just to see, like, you know, what I was eating or what I needed to be eating more of or whatever, like protein, for example. Um, but I just think while I was tracking, I was building habits at the same time. Um, and so then I think once you take the tracking away, you still have those habits. Um, so I think now for me, it's just habit and knowing. And, you know, I kind of have an idea of like what calorie, what, you know, how many calories are in what. I don't really think about that anymore. I only really do when I'm eating something before I'm going to work out to make sure I'm not going to be tired before I work out. But, um, yeah, I just think the habits, like you said, um, like the, or like I said, the protein, uh, snack, snack like a pro. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just things like that. And then always adding a veggie. One of my favorite things that you taught me that I like literally use every time is, um, like the whole you take your leftovers and then you add a veggie I literally do that all the time and I love having leftovers now I used to like try to eat everything on my plate because I didn't think leftovers were good but now that I can like enhance my leftovers I love having them yes yes so I think I mean Tyler and I eat like significantly more fruits and vegetables than we ever did um and then we also are way better about our sleep that's another thing that I think um I hadn't mentioned that really improved with doing pivot is we really like prioritize okay we're going to bed you know early because we have to get up early so yeah because you've been working out at like 5 30 a.m yeah often this these past few months yeah i have been working out pretty early in the morning so nine o'clock 9 30 is the latest that i'm asleep so yeah that's been a game changer i just feel like overall better like every everything that you talk about like in your podcast and you in your reels and everything i just feel like i can check all those boxes after working with you and that's the goal 
check all the boxes. <laughs> that means we have sustainability. And, you know, just from the coach perspective, I feel like the mindset, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't have a good relationship with food and with fitness um, and with yourself, it's really hard to have sustainable results. I feel like when people have this all or nothing mindset, which kind of is your dieting history, like on and off, on and off, when we have that mindset, it's almost impossible to have sustainable results. Mm-hmm. But once you once you fix that relationship with food, everything is so much easier. Mm-hmm. Totally. The mindset was definitely like underlying. That was like my root problem um, for sure. Like I blamed it on other things, but it really was like my mindset and my relationship with food. And once that, like once I was able to like one, like, allow myself to eat certain things or, like, not have to finish everything on my plate. Like, once I just, like, made those shifts, like, I just saw progress so quickly. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, mindset is the foundation. Mm-hmm. All right, Tyler, you're in the hot seat. But before we chat about your journey the past few months, because you just recently graduated a few weeks ago, I would love for you to share what it was like watching Paige go through the program. So you were also six months pre-wedding, but she's in the program. She's putting in the work. What was it like for you to watch her do this? Yeah, I'd say it was really encouraging watching Paige go through it. That's something she'd been talking about for a while, and I was just really happy that she decided to go with it, um, go through with it. Um, I could just see the, the confidence and the happiness start to grow inside of her. So, yeah, I was just really happy for her and Tried to encourage her the best that I could. Mm-hmm. Happy wife, happy life, right? Exactly. <laughs> so your life became better because she was happier and more confident. Now, Tyler, Paige graduated right before the wedding, December 2021. You reached out October 2022. So almost a year later. What motivated you to reach out, my friend? You know, I think I just kind of realized that it was time for a change. Paige kept trying to push me to do it. Um, and she finally did. And that wasn't the only reason I really wanted to do it for myself. But, you know, once she graduated, I kind of thought like I could just learn from her. But then I realized that I needed to go kind of on my own journey. I needed somebody else to hold me accountable. And, you know, that kind of led to some arguments in our relationship. So I just, you know, it was time for something else. And then I got in contact with Danny, who then put me in contact with Sam. Shout out, Sam. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, and speaking on my journey, you know, I, I had a different college experience than Paige did. I was about 245 my senior year of high school, and I played college football. So in talking to the coaches, they were like, you got to put on as much weight as you can before August. So I did. And then after that, they were, you know, they were telling me, eat about two plates of meals a day, each meal um, at the dining hall. So I was trying to eat as much as I can, which I think really changed my relationship with food for um, for the worse, for sure. It's definitely a hard transition. We were all college athletes. You know, for Paige, they were like, you need to be skinny and way less. And for you, they're like, you need to bulk and you need as much as possible. And I was kind of in between. I was all over the place. <laughs> I was all over the place. Um, but after retiring from college athletics, it is a very hard transition. Transition, Like you said, Paige, you're being trained all the time. You have a coach or a trainer and they tell you what to do. And as athletes, we just go, OK, we will do those things. And I remember being in grad school a year after Vermont. And I was like at the gym, I was like, 
I've been working out my whole life and I have no idea what I'm doing in here. And, you know, just from an eating perspective, like even though I was getting a master's in nutrition, I still had a really hard time with my own nutrition. Um, So I'm glad you shared that because it's like two different scenarios where, you know, you were bulking all of college to be, you know, like a big, heavy, strong football player. And then you were tired. You're like, how do I eat as a regular adult? How do I work out as a regular adult? And I have to chime in with the, you know, argument relationship thing, because obviously I'm a dietitian. I'm married and it is very, very difficult to have those conversations with your spouse. Like I I cannot give my husband nutrition advice. I can try. It doesn't work. And people are like, oh, it must be so easy for you. You live with a dietitian. He's like, no, it's hard because like he's not my client. Right. And you don't want to like coach your spouse on what to do. And that's why that's why a lot of couples come in like, we want to do it together. And I'm like, okay, we're going to do this together, but separate Mm -hmm. because you have your tall, way taller than her, right? You have your own stuff going on. You have your own past. You have your own job, your own schedule. Um, You know, every, I think everybody needs an individualized approach for the most part, especially adults. I feel like athletes, it's like, okay, this is how you eat as a basketball player or as a football player. But when it comes to adulthood, everyone has their own schedule, preferences, body composition goals. So, And if you're, like, not confident, it's kind of, like, a sensitive subject to a lot of people. Um, I just know, like, anytime, like, I would bring things up to him, it was, like, kind of sensitive. And I I could understand that. I mean, I was at that point, you know, in my past. So I get that. And then I just remember, like, when he was, like, final straw, it was, like, every time we were going to go out to do anything, it didn't matter what it was, he couldn't pick an outfit. He didn't like any of his clothes. And now he picks anything out of his closet and he's ready to roll. <laughs> yeah. A lot of stuff fits better, which is great. <laughs> or is too big. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I'm going to skip ahead um, and we'll come back to your wins, Tyler. But uh, we're, we're on a good path here with just, you know, like sensitive topics and things like that. Because we don't get a lot of young men that apply for coaching. Why do you think that is? Um... I just feel like it's one of those topics that um, young men are just like never taught to talk about um, or really feel like they want to talk about it with anyone. I wish they would, especially after college. I think it can be really beneficial. You know, I know a lot of people that could probably benefit from it. Um, and I, I just wish it was a topic that wasn't so... Like almost like shamed upon. Yeah, Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, like it's it's like if you're a guy, there's still this stigma, I think is the right word, that, you know, you should be tough and, you know, like just figure it out and just, you know, just go work out and, yeah, you know. Yeah, figure it out yourself. Yeah, just, yeah. I send my husband to the grocery store. If he can't find something, he will not ask someone where it is. He won't. <laughs> and I'm just like, and he'll call me and he'll be like, I've been looking for this for 20 minutes. Where is it? I'm like, ask someone at the store, you know? So when it comes to even more, like, that's not even a sensitive topic. That's just like, where are the croutons, you know? But nutrition is not just nutrition. Nutrition is deep rooted. And a lot of people have childhood habits that we need to break through or just as athletes, like that's a completely different way of eating. So I think the message here for the men, Tyler, is it's okay to ask for help. It is, definitely. I I wish I would have done it sooner. I wish I would have done it when Paige did it. Because then, you know, we would have been 
rolling a lot a lot faster than than I am right now. So, but we're here now, better late than never. Exactly. And is the is this a myth that you reached out because she was doing more push-ups than you or is is that Um, you know that that might be that might be true. <laughs> not anymore. Not though. anymore. Not anymore. Definitely not anymore. Cuz you pivoted and got your workout on. Exactly. <laughs> Thought I, I we had to bring that up. Sorry, Tyler. That's all right. Um, so you just graduated a few weeks ago. Yay! Um, what was your greatest greatest accomplishment, Tyler? Yeah, I'd say my greatest accomplishment um, was probably the scale. Um, you know, I lost about thirty five pounds, which I was extremely happy with. I didn't reach my goal exactly, um, but still thirty thirty five pounds is great um, for me. So yeah, I'd probably say that's my greatest accomplishment. And doing it in a sustainable way. Yes. Would you say that, yes, you had to be in a calorie deficit to lose 35 pounds, but did you feel super deprived or restricted or were you still able to crack a beer on a Friday night? I was definitely still able to crack a beer on a Friday night. Um, But what did it for me was just really listening to my hunger cues. That's something that I just kind of always ignored and in football um, and after football. But really, once I listened to that, you know, I realized that I didn't have to eat everything that was on my plate. You know, I don't know the last time I've gone out to a restaurant and have eaten everything on the plate, which was wild. If you look back at where I was two years ago, a year ago, I would probably would have eaten everything and then some of pages. So um, I'm just glad that um, I learned about the hunger goose because that really helped. And that's a life skill. Being able to listen to your body is a life skill. Like you have that for the rest of your life. And that's how you guys are able to go on vacation and come back feeling good. Right. In the past, maybe you go on vacation. You're like vacation. YOLO. Do people say that anymore? I don't think so. (laughs) That's what we said like 10 years ago. But it's just, you know, having that that skill and that relationship with food. It's like, yeah, we can order a burger and fries, but I'm going to just eat it until I'm pleasantly full. I don't need to eat every single crumb. And that's, that's mindset. Yeah. Now your progress photos look amazing. We're going to be sharing that. We're going to be attaching those to the podcast notes so that people can see your amazing progress photos. But what would you say, Tyler, um, is your greatest non-scale victory. So yes, you lost 35 pounds. Your progress photos look awesome. Non-scale victory, biggest one. Yeah. Um, during my, my journey, I was extremely busy. We had a lot of traveling um, going on. So what I really learned was that you're not going to have a perfect day every day. So just kind of, you know, eating in moderation or, you know, if you know you're going to have a not so good meal, you know, maybe add some fruits or vegetables at a different time. Snacking was a huge thing. Um, Sam told me when I snack, just get a plate, put snacks on the plate and then go sit down and eat. Um, That way you're not going back up to the table every five seconds to get something else. Um, So that was really helpful, like over Christmas, Thanksgiving and stuff like that. So I'd probably say that's my greatest non-scale victory is just learning how to snack properly and knowing that not every day is going to be a perfect day. Yeah. Love both of those. That's especially during the holidays or, you know, any kind of buffet style situation, always use a plate, always use a plate. You cannot, your mind cannot process how much you eat 
when you're grazing. And I love grazing, but I can't do it. So if there's a food buffet around you, grab a plate and then just sit down. And then just sit down. And then with the perfection thing, our saying is progress over perfection. And that's that's really something that we have to remind ourselves, especially while we're in the program, because people come in with this history of perfection, right? This all or nothing. And when they're all in, they're trying to be 100 percent perfect, right? I can't have any carbs. I can't have any alcohol. You know, I have to be good. I have to eat clean all the time. And perfection is exhausting and unsustainable. So, you know, you got to sprinkle in some balance so that we can have that sustainability. So progress over perfection always. All right, guys, final takeaways. Anything that maybe we missed or that you really want to emphasize for the listeners as we wrap up your success stories? Yeah, I, I would just say if if you're thinking about doing it, just do it. You know, if you can definitely find a way, um, you know, when Paige first started talking about it, she, we decided like, Oh, maybe we can't afford it financially. Um, but then we decided, you know, this is something that we need to do. Um, so Paige, you know, she found a way to do it. Um, so I would just say, if you're thinking about it, definitely do it. Stop thinking and just take (laughs) action. Yep. Yeah, I mean, investing in yourself is always worth it. It always, like, pays back. Um, Just two things I randomly thought of here at the end was just, like, how much both of us have improved in, like, social situations. I mean, we're young. We have, you know, we have a lot of events that we're going to all the time. And just feeling, like, in control when we're in those social situations has been, I know, a big big thing that we've talked about has improved um, and that we kind of, like, check in with each other when we're even at them. And then another reason I'm just so glad that we both did this at some point, we hope to have kids. um, And then I just feel like this is such a good like foundation for us to like raise kids to not have the same problems that we did or like, you know, kind of like they don't have to go through the same things that we did because we have this whole new mindset and just the way that we'll go about, you know, food with our kids that will be totally different than it would have been if we didn't do pivot. So, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Being pregnant, I'm like all the all the things about like raising kids to like have good relationships with food. It's just like got chills, you know. Yeah. You're gonna teach your kids how to snack like a pro. Yep, I like, am. Mom, I want a snack. Protein plus produce. Yep, yep. Um, and that's a lot of our our pivot parents. You know, um, I know a handful of them are like kind of 40s ish, and they have like seven, eight year olds, and I'll run into them sometimes in town, and the kids will tell me like. Don't worry, Danny. I had protein at my snack today. And I'm like, yes. Like, even the kids are, you know, the kids know they yeah. they need to have protein plus produce. Yeah. Um, well, thanks so much, guys, for sharing your story. Um, I really, really hope that it resonates with some former athletes and just some some young couples, some couples and people that have just been thinking about pivoting. Again, like you were in like a broke grad student. I was there. Still and, am. Yeah. <laughs> You're almost I'm there. Almost Home there. stretch. You're almost working. But like, we've all been there, but you found a solution, right? You're like, this can't wait any longer. Mm-hmm. I can't feel, you know, just you weren't happy and you had no confidence and you had all this history of dieting since you were in high school. So I'm, I've always wanted to share this story for the past two years. And we always said, we have to share this story yeah. one day. And you guys are moving away in a few weeks. I'm like, 
we have to tell this story. Now you're both telling your story. It's a win all around. So thanks so much, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having us. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the channel and share with one friend who would benefit from this message. Need help with your nutrition? Find me on Instagram at DannyVRD or visit our website, pivotnutritioncoaching.com. Thanks for listening.